Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Hey guys, I want to welcome you guys to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. We've got a great episode this week. Uh, Before we begin, please hit the subscribe button as well as the notifications bell and be sure to like, comment, and share if you like this episode and we'll get into this week's sponsor and show. This week's episode is sponsored by CityVest. CityVest has quickly become the most popular and best way for doctors to invest in top performing real estate, private equity funds, that are usually reserved for institutional investors. This unique access to investing in these institutional funds is available for the first time ever through CityVest's easy and secure online investment platform. CityVest does the hard work of conducting due diligence and vetting the investments. They even get a third-party due diligence report that is posted on their website. As a result of aggregating a several million dollar investment amount into their access funds, CityVest gains access to investing in the institutional investment and is able to negotiate better investment terms such as a 12% preferred return. You can check them out at cityvest.com or go to the link in the show notes below. Now on to the show. Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And my mission is to empower physicians to achieve financial independence and financial freedom early on so that they can practice medicine on their own terms as opposed to having to practice. So I tout four types of freedom. The first is financial, second is emotional time and location freedom and my mission is to bring guests that are doing innovative creative things outside the box and to show you what's possible so that you can design your best life in your business finance career family and relationships so without much ado we'll bring on this week's guest all right well welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode And today we're going to be talking all about NFTs. So I know a lot of people are interested in crypto, DeFi, NFTs. So today we have Dr. Taylor Brana, and I'll I'll bring him onto the show and let him introduce himself. So Taylor, I know we welcome. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Chris, we've (laughs) we've known each other for a little bit now. 
Um, yeah. And um, it's it's great to speak to you as well. You've been on my podcast on the Happy Doc, uh, yeah. and I've gotten to chat with you about entrepreneurship and finances and everything. And it's just been really great to know you. Um, yeah, I'm Taylor. Um, I'm a psychiatrist. Uh, recently finished residency about let's see now six um, six or seven months ago. And um, so that's part of my life. So I'm an outpatient provider for psychiatry. I also have built a lot of podcasts. I'm happy to say that um, through my podcast, personal podcast network, we've amassed more than a million downloads through that avenue um, yeah. and uh, continuing to consult for podcasting and coaching. I also started getting involved with cryptocurrencies and specifically got really deep into NFTs or non-fungible tokens. I think mm -hmm. it's a really exciting space and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to build and, and teaching people uh, more so about NFTs specifically. Um, I'd like to start to do more formal NFT consulting as well. So a lot of exciting stuff happening. And uh, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me. Awesome. I know. Uh, so I know a lot of people are, um, you know, they think they've heard of NFTs. So the most common question I get is what is an NFT? And then also two, is it, just digital art, which you hear about in the media. Um, so how, how did you get, uh, how did you get introduced to NFTs? Was it like a side hobby or you took a course on it? You read a book or just mm -hmm. it, the idea intrigued you? How did you get started? Yeah. So basically in broad strokes, I think all of us are trying to find methods and ways to enhance, not just, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to live a life where I'm living day to day and trying to just get by. I want to, I want to build a, a a method or a way for me to enjoy the experience of life and finances and having that in order is, is one of those things. So my interest initially was because of cryptocurrency. Uh, mm -hmm. I think cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, all these different currencies are a method in which uh, we can store value. And just mm -hmm. like when we select an index or stock fund or what have you, or real estate or business, um, we want to see our investments rise. And we mm -hmm. want to invest in things that we believe in um, or projects that we believe in, right? So mm -hmm. NFTs are just basically something that a token that lives on a blockchain. It's mm -hmm. an NFT means non-fungible. That means you can't mess with it. You can't tear it up. You can't destroy it. Mm -hmm. Token, non-fungible token. It's a digital token that lives on top of a blockchain like, like Ethereum or Solana or Avalanche. And... Uh, how I got interested in it was I saw it as a very interesting avenue of mixing culture, finance, a little bit of gambling, um, art, um, creativity, all into one space on top of an already exciting cryptocurrency space that's happening. I saw mm. a huge opportunity for this to not just potentially be something that's financially lucrative, but something that I think is a technology that's here to stay in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And it's not just an art piece. We'll get to that in, in a second. It, you can't, a lot of people are like, oh, I right clicked this and I saved it. It's a JPEG. <laughs> and a lot of people think that's the point. And I, I do want to debunk that as well. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's not just about the art. Mm -hmm. And uh, you made a very interesting point uh, with NFTs. And so what, what is the value? Like, what, why is it, why is it so significant? Because people really don't really 
understand the significance of tokenization and mm -hmm. scarcity and authenticity. So describe why NFT is so significant. Like uh, still people in, you know, in my circle don't understand, can't grasp it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, let me, let me give you a, a quick example of this. Imagine you have a deed to your house mm -hmm. and that deed is specifically on paper, right? Yeah. Um, if for some reason that deed gets damaged or is not able to be verified. And again, I'm not a real estate person. So Chris, this might be something that you have to correct me on. Mm -hmm. um, that, that deed could be lost. There's going to have to be different verification methods that are sort of gone through in order for that deed or a piece of paper that's verified to uh, essentially verify that your ownership, right? Um, once a token is produced and it's verified by a collection or a specific group, once that's verified, it lives there forever. Um, it's mm -hmm. you, the way that blockchain technology is set up, there is a consensus ledger, um, that is verified by multiple sources across the chain that basically mm -hmm. it is impossible to mess with, mess with this thing. So once this thing is produced on the blockchain, it's, it's living there. And mm -hmm. it is verified and it's this token. So for coming back to the house example, if you could have a digital deed, that is a token that verifies your ownership in this thing, mm -hmm. um, that's not, that's not going to be tampered with. Uh, it's not going to be messed with. It's going to be in your specific wallet or holdings. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and that's going to be the verified source, um, as opposed to something physical, it goes beyond that, but that's like an example of, of the, the power of this specific token, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it, it, it's, uh, it's so amazing because, um, it start, it started in, you know, arts and we'll talk about, you know, how you profited, but it's also going into music and now, um, into it's like with the NFL and like sports and gaming. So, um, and then describe, uh, also there's around the, it's so fascinating because, um, uh, everything. So like, for example, like our identity, our driver license, passport, you know, COVID vaccination status, all of that can be re represented as a single token. And that way you just show it on your cell phone and you don't have to go through all these different bureaus. So it's really efficient, makes everything more efficient and streamlined. And, you know, eventually everything's going to get tokenized. So, and represented. Oh yeah. I could, I could imagine a future where, for example, uh, you have a token that lets you enter your own home. You mm -hmm. could have a token that lets you enter your car. Mm -hmm. You could have like, like I, th this, this, this type of type of technology is, is in its infancy in terms of application. I think it's just starting. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going anywhere in terms of technology and, and the future. Yeah. And then you mentioned the uh, NFTs um, combine culture. So describe uh, some of the examples where NFTs are used in, you know, especially the value, the, um, mm -hmm. the value of community. And, um, and, you know, if you hold an NFT, you actually have ownership and stake in that artist and creator. So, you know, you don't need to yep. own stocks anymore. So describe that. Yeah. So let's use the obvious example, which is Board Apes. Board Ape Yacht Club is well known. Um, mm -hmm. That current token is owned by Justin Bieber, Steph Curry in the NBA, um, mm -hmm. Jimmy Fallon, uh, Eminem. There's, mm -hmm. it, is, it is infused in culture. Um, the reason why that became popular was essentially they built, they built a token with the premise that these token holders will get specific access to exclusive 
parties, um, yacht parties, and mm -hmm. um, created a network of high value and high net worth and um, high celebrity. So this is an example of where the board ape itself itself the picture actually holds very little value. It has nothing to do with the art. Mm -hmm. It has to do with holding the token, which the token gives you access to an exclusive group. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things a lot of people don't understand is when you create an NFT, you can create token gated opportunities, meaning I only get access to a specific chat or group or digital uh -huh. space or physical space because I hold that specific token. So mm -hmm. I, I use the analogy that your token is not an art piece. Your, your token is an access pass. Um, mm -hmm. It's like a gym membership specific to your community or group. With culture, um, when you think about products or things that are produced and, mm -hmm. and how culture essentially creates hierarchies in society, Hierarchies are created and built um, through through separation, through exclusivity. If you look mm -hmm. back to ancient communities, you had if you were part of a tribe, your tribe was exclusive in comparison to another tribe, right? You mm -hmm. have your own flag, you have your own brand, you have your own family emblem, you have your own family crest. Um, these these tokens are the modern version of essentially creating exclusive access. Um, and the board apes are an example of a celebrity or high value access through the token, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just the uh, value of the digital art. It's the, the collective membership. It's the, what you described, the exclusivity, the access, the perks. So it's almost like a, actually a key, like a digital key, like allows you membership and you know the full benefits that come with that that's, correct that's, yeah that's, for example yeah. <laughs> really, really quick i just want to give you another yeah. example gary vaynerchuk just came out with oh. not too long ago an nft called flyfish flyfish oh. is a token gated restaurant in new york you will only mm -hmm. get access to the restaurant uh through having a, a token a flyfish yeah. token to get mm -hmm. access to that like sushi and japanese restaurant yeah that's so. that's uh, in uh, it's almost the equivalent because I know you know a couple of my friends they had um, uh, memberships to the local country club mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. uh, you can actually they can actually flip it and you know transfer their membership over so in that sense you know it's almost like an NFT except it's not you know digital so um, this it's just it's so fascinating to see the trends because you know it's like social media was like the biggest trend and then now it's gone to like crypto and nfts yep. and just how everything is you know it's evolving chris i want to add something to the example you gave with the country club imagine yeah. you're a country club member and you have a digital token that lets you do that but if at any point you're dissatisfied or mm -hmm. you don't see yourself using that token anymore that that country club or if you just feel like you would gain more value from giving it to someone else you can mm -hmm. buy you can buy flip sell trade your membership for that um that country club so you can profit off of your membership it's like getting a token that gives you access to la fitness but later you can resell your card for more money mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so so not only do you get access to stuff but it's a potential it's a potential i'm not saying it is it's a potential investment opportunity to flip or grow uh money through your access and your membership to that community 
Mm. So there's there's more than one utilities of for owning an NFT. Like it's the it's the ownership, it's the community, it's the access. So and just so it's, it's such such a fascinating concept. So um, and I know a lot of people are wondering like how how are people like like a couple of my friends last year they made six figure profits you know flipping nfts i know you're doing it so yep. describe like some of the ways you can monetize you know this trend yeah so i got in it really early in the beginning i was like oh let me just try this out so i started doing my research hopping onto twitter a lot of people mm-hmm. use discord um yeah usually between twitter and discord and then a lot of youtube videos honestly just different people that are in the space right now talking about projects they're excited about mm-hmm. and I, I i learned all the basics i learned everything that you have to do in order to go from us dollars to converting to cryptocurrency to converting it to an nft it's a process uh-huh. um i minted out i minted multiple different projects minting means starting at the beginning and getting the first token at the at the base at the base before it's launched. Uh-huh. Um, and I started playing around with that. I really took close attention to the economics around what, what was getting people exciting, excited. What, what were the markers of if a project was going to do well or not? I really paid attention. I, I looked at it as a chance to really study um, human psychology and behavior because I'm uh-huh. trying to gain advantages uh, to, to grow myself, right? Um, as, yeah. as we all are in a way. And, and what I, what I learned from that experience is there are definitely key indicators of things that are more than likely to grow versus not. And mm-hmm. to, to answer your original question, like, how did I get started and, 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 and entering that process? Uh-huh. I, I just, I just dove in, I immersed yeah. myself and yeah. from immersion, I was able to essentially learn, I can purchase specific NFTs at the base price and mm-hmm. I can flip them for five, 10, 20 X, if I'm finding the right indicators. Yeah. And, um, for example, uh, one of the, I am literally looking at my desktop. I can see some of the NFTs I've collected. One of, one of the examples is, um, one of my Shiboshis. I got Mm -hmm. a Shiboshi, which is a Shiba Inu NFT. Mm -hmm. I purchased that. I, I, I had a feeling it was going to do well because Shiba Inu coin has a lot of excitement in that community. Mm-hmm. So I got that at 0.2 Ethereum and I was able to flip it uh, for 3.1 Ethereum. So uh-huh. if you do the math, that's about 15X, right? Yeah, right. So yeah, that's an example of something I put in maybe, you know, three to $600 at the time and then flipped it for, what is what is, what is three ETH? Uh, at the time when I sold, it was around 10 grand plus, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So that in what in what other area of finance can you 10 to 15x aside from gambling except with <laughs> way less risk? I mean, you you can. It's like it's like crypto NFTs, you know, blockchain has the largest um upside, asymmetric uh, risk reward potential compared to any other asset. So, you know, that's, you know, that's why but it's uh it's just so fascinating because um you know like it's just so cool like I, I love hearing stories where people are you know just playing around and you know just trying to learn the technology and then you know they find a, a strategy or a way of make you know like like 
back in 2012, I, I was just buying Bitcoin just to collect it, you know, just like a baseball card, you know, but, and now it's, and it's, it's so cool that, it's, you know, people are like tinkering around with digital toys and, and, you know, coming up with inventive solutions such as yours. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to, I want to say, I want to be very clear. The space is very early. So just yeah. like the internet boom, you're going to have scammers. You're going to yeah. have security issues. You're going to mm -hmm. have it's the wild west. So you're going to have simultaneously the most exciting profits and opportunities. And at the same time, there are security things to think about. There are potential scammers. That's why it's important to talk to someone like me who, mm. who I, you know, I will tell you with hundred percent authenticity, I, I, I am the type of person that can educate in a way that I, I can, I can tell people what to look out for in terms of scamming and security issues. And at the same time, I can provide the insight in terms of indicators to look at. At the end of the day, anything you do in the space, you have to do your own research and you have to take your own risks. But yeah. you want to have the right people in place. I call it an alpha group. I have my own alpha group. You want to have mm -hmm. the right group in place to check authenticity. You want to reach a consensus with your group. So you're making good decisions. If you do this on your, on your own, mm -hmm. um, it, can, it can be tough to have enough information to know what to do. Um, yeah. so it's, it's very important that the, the information you're receiving in the space is also accurate and, and good decision-making principles, uh, and, uh, and considerations are, are taken into account. Yeah. So, uh, I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, they, they've listened to this up to this now. And they're like, oh, how do I get started? Or well, br briefly, you know, just warn people of some of the, you know, cause I know there's a lot, a lot of, you know, scammers out there, you know, I get like all these weird texts and all of this. So uh, just, you know, what are some red flags just over, you know, broad strokes. Red flags for NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, mm -hmm. So just like when you're vetting a good business, mm -hmm. um, you want to see that the team is doxxed, meaning that their identities are revealed. Okay. If they're not, um, they could hide behind that and try to scam you. Um, when, when a team is launching a project, there's actually ways to check their smart contract. The smart contract is what they build. It's basically a technology they build their token on. Um, mm -hmm. You want to have someone ideally take a look at the contract to make sure there's nothing fishy in the technology or the programming. Mm -hmm. You want to see you want to see that their Discord, Discord is where everyone lives with NFTs. You want to see that there's a lot of people excited about the project in the discord ideally speaking you want to hop into a lot of people use twitter spaces hop into okay. conversations to speak to the founding team or at least be able to speak to founding members or moderators about the project you want yeah. to be able to feel comfortable having transparency in terms of communicating and asking questions like what is the price what are the goals of this project um, every project needs to have a roadmap. A roadmap is essentially what are the goals of the project. Every project needs to have moderators in the Discord essentially managing expectations and discussing things. Every team needs to have not just strong art, but a strong community, a strong vision, a ideally a transparency uh, about where funds are going mm -hmm. um, in advance. Um, the higher the level of transparency and communication from a team, the more you can feel confident uh, they're going to execute well. With that being said, it's still possible uh, a rug pull could happen. A rug pull is the term for when you buy into a project and then they take the proceeds and never execute 
on mm-hmm. what they said. It's imagine having uh, an investment in, I don't know, a stock or something into a company like Tesla. And then all of a sudden Elon Musk stops executing. Uh-huh. Um, so, so yeah, that happens. And so you have to really do your due diligence in terms of speaking to people, hopping in, vetting out the, the team, uh, ideally hearing them speak, seeing where the roadmap is heading. And ideally it's best to invest in projects where there's already a little bit of execute for someone who wants to put in more money. Mm-hmm. It's better to put your finances into teams that are already executing. Um, if you're joining at the ground level, you do get the benefit of having the highest, um, highest potential gain. But mm-hmm. the, the, the thing to be nervous about is, yeah, there's a lot of upside, but if the team hasn't executed, you don't have the reassurance. So there's levels to this game and I, I can't flush it out completely for everyone, but, but it is, there are levels to considerations and depending on your level of risk tolerance, um, there's mm-hmm. different ways to play it for yeah. more established blue chip projects. You can probably be rest assured they're going to grow, but, mm-hmm. um, for projects that are just starting or are on in the earlier phase, you're taking a higher level of risk. And as such, your risk tolerance has to be higher and you have to be ready to essentially lose your entire investment. Mm -hmm. Um, I've lost my entire uh, investment or money I've put into specific projects. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've also made huge, ridiculous gains on other projects. So Mm -hmm. it just depends on your risk tolerance and what you're willing to to take in terms of risk. Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, don't um, lose more than you can afford. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I know, and I know besides speculating on NFTs, you're also doing, uh, you're also minting your own NFTs and you have your own, uh, literally community. right now. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us more about that. That's, it's so fascinating. Um, you know, how yep. are you going to do that? And yeah, absolutely. So I got super excited to the, uh, about, uh, projects to the point that I was like, you know what, I need, I need to get my hands on this. I need to do this. So mm-hmm. we created the shell shakas NFT shell shakas is a turtle. Uh, uh-huh. turtle NFT. We have 8,888 radical turtles. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, but long story short, um, our, our, the way we're doing it is different. We are launching in batches. So okay. instead of launching 10,000 of these pieces, we're only launching, uh, small batches at a time. Our first drop, which is happening, um, at the time of us recording this uh-huh. is 222 turtles. And mm-hmm. once we receive the funds for that, we're going to be executing on our roadmap. So people can already start to see we're following up on the plans we made. We're creating yeah. a very organic, authentic community. It's not a big pump and dump. We're not mo- doing huge marketing. Every person in the team has basically, or in our Discord membership, which right now around 600, um, mm-hmm. each of those people are people we've hand pit- we've pitched to those individuals uh, in Twitter spaces, they've come in organically. So that gives us some more reassurance that it's an organic growth over time. I get very concerned in projects when they do a huge marketing campaign, they get 10 to 20,000 people in their discord. It creates uh-huh. a huge pump and then a ginormous drop later. So yeah. our approach is different. We're turtles. We're slow and steady. Um, we're giving, uh, a percentage of our pro- profits and proceeds to non, uh, nonprofits and charities that our community is going to vote on. We're uh-huh. creating additional utility through additional, um, NFTs that you receive through the project. We already okay. have merchandise that's been, uh, created essentially through the collection. 
We have a development team that allows us to do really interesting things like staking, breeding, yeah. um, <laughs> muta mutating or yeah. evolving, uh, mutating or evolving the NFT. It's like it, yeah. we can create a gamified experience <laughs> through that. So it's really cool. Yeah. But um, long story short, the technology plus uh, the utility of, of having a community allows us to then use those funds to execute on really cool ideas. So yeah, it's, it's exciting. We yeah. love it. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a little bit about the collection. Yeah. I'm, I'm so uh, pumped, you know, all of the creativity and it's, it's like um, the other day I was on YouTube and I was watching Steve Aoki. He's a DJ out of Las Vegas. And um, he said he made uh, more at, uh, in NFTs in last year than he did like out of 10 years combined of DJing, you know, and um, yep. yeah, and it's just, that's amazing. It's incredible. Just the leverage and the scale. And, um, and he, he actually showed a video where he's mutating his um, NFT. I think it was a, I think it was ape. It was I'm his board sure ape, I think. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That was so, that was so cool. And it's, that's, that's how you get the value and, you know, people find that cool and interesting. So, yeah. Um, so imagine you have a one. So for 10,000, imagine you have a one out of 10,000 stake in a company yeah. Um, but on top of that, the the stake or the the piece that you own can evolve and grow and create more dividends or tokens over time. And if yeah. that company is successful, that's going to essentially raise the stock value, right? Yeah. Um, that's what tokens do, but on a brand cultural level that is much more innate to human psychology. Um, yeah. I I look at tokens as like the new kind of stock market 2.0 or 3.0. Um, it is a high risk, high on risk asset, but it comes with the human psychology aspect, which creates a lot of interesting dynamics. And I, I, I do think, um, I, I think it's going to evolve and change over time, but I can say certainly the technology and the tokenization and all that stuff, it's here to stay for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. Uh, so I know, uh, you know, final words. Um, I know people, a lot of people are going to be interested. Um, how can they contact you, find that, uh, you know, find out more about you, you know, join in the project. Um, you know, how can they contact you? Yeah. I think the best way, um, for, for your community is honestly just friend me on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's Taylor Brana. I'm not okay. hiding. Um, you can also, uh, email me, um, the email will be the happy doc number one at gmail.com. If you want to get direct, I think the easiest way, because again, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to speak to real people that want to want to learn. Um, yeah. and ideally speaking, I would like to, uh, offer consultation to people if they really want to learn this stuff. So yeah. those would be the best methods. Um, and, and long-term look, I'm, I'm looking to build my own network and community of people that want to get their hands and un get their hands on and understand this stuff because I, I I truly do think NFTs are a bonus application and utility you can add on to any any single brand any company anything that you do you can use uh. you can create an NFT to create a brand new experience that wasn't possible before. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and I know I've actually talked to a lot of people that, um, you know, very um, like um, equity investors in the past, and now they're like completely, you know, tokenized or just looking at completely tokens like NFTs, crypto, yep. they don't, they're not even, 
worried about the stock market. They're just focused on. So that's just that, you know, tokenization, you know, you don't even have to be accredited. You don't, you can just go direct, you get democratization and access everything. So it's a fascinating, you know, wonderful discussion of, you know, the technology behind it. It completely (laughs) removes the middleman. And honestly, by the way, speaking of medicine, it could, it could change uh, healthcare in a lot of ways in the future. Um, Yeah. Not to get down the rabbit hole too quick, because I know we're closing out, but imagine a uh, imagine a uh, practice where you and your patients have a token and proceeds that are accrued through patient interactions actually go back to the token so your patients can make money off of visiting you. Well, yeah, I know it, that's going to be, it's going to like all the insurance, all the reimbursement models, you know, all the, even like virtual care, like pharmacy, you know, this has the potential to change it. Um, you know, of course right now, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry to cut in. Yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. like, yeah, I'm not going to go too deep, but uh-huh. right now I could get a room somewhere like a private little practice. I'm a psychiatrist. So it's easier for me. Okay. Uh-huh. I understand. I understand every specialty <laughs> has their own difficulties, but I could get a room somewhere. I could create a token holding opportunity that by uh, receiving that token, I will give X percent of my royalties back to my patients. Mm -hmm. And by accruing patients and opportunities through that business over time, I can incentivize all of my patients to to gain royalties through the business. I'm not saying I would do that and Uh or and or I could incentivize it by giving them that token and then proceeds allow me to uh, for example, allow patient free care. Let's say there's certain individuals who can't come in or can't pay. Well, we have a little fund that's accruing over time through the token. Um, yeah. So anyways, there's a lot of interesting utilities and ideas um, yeah. that can be be applied to any space. Fascinating. We're going to have to have another discussion. I just submitted a uh, Kevin MD articles, uh, you know, just trying to yep. synthesize all the development. So we'll, you know, we'll have to keep, you know, keep you in touch and, you know, just because the space continues to this change at an exponential pace. Oh yeah, man. I'm, I'm in the, <laughs> I am in the trenches. Trust me. We didn't even, yeah. we didn't even talk, talk about all the fires I've had to put out, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm in the trenches and, and, yeah. uh, trust me, it's, it is, I, I thought I knew, I thought I knew stuff and I'm uh-huh. every day I'm still intensely learning. So wow, it is, yeah. it is just starting. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. And, um, we look forward to having you in the future. Thank you so much. I'll Uh see you next time. What a fantastic show. I hope you enjoyed our very special guest. Just remember, as a shout out to our this week's sponsor, CityVest.com. CityVest gives you access to the best real estate private equity funds with enhanced investment terms, verified due diligence, and lower risk. You can check them out at CityVest.com or click on the link in the show notes below to hear about their upcoming investment offerings. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrisluemdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.